Hello and welcome to episode 313 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you today. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Wednesday, the 28th of September, 2022, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we are continuing to work our way through the glories of Mary by the great saint and doctor of the church, Alphonsus Liguri. This is from the section entitled, Various Practices of Devotion in Honor of the Divine Mother, together with instructions as to the manner in which they are best performed. The Queen of Heaven is so gracious and liberal, says St. Andrew of Crete, that she recompenses her servants with the greatest munificence for the most trifling devotions. Two conditions, however, there are. The first is that when we offer her our devotions, our souls should be free from sin, Otherwise, she would address us as she did a wicked soldier, spoken of by St. Peter Celestine. This soldier every day performed some devotion in honor of our Blessed Lady. One day he was suffering greatly from hunger when Mary appeared to him and offered him some most delicious meats, but in so filthy a vessel that he could not bring himself to taste them. I am the mother of God, the Blessed Virgin then said, and am come to satisfy thy hunger. But, O lady, he answered, I cannot eat out of so dirty a vessel. And how, replied Mary, canst thou expect that I should accept thy devotions offered to me with so defiled a soul as thine? On hearing this, the soldier was converted, became a hermit, and lived in a desert for thirty years. At death, the Blessed Virgin again appeared to him and took him herself to heaven. In the first part of this work, we said that it was morally impossible for a client of Mary to be lost, but this must be understood on condition that he lives either without sin or at least with the desire to abandon it, for then the Blessed Virgin will help him. But should anyone, on the other hand, sin in the hope that Mary will save him, he thereby would render himself unworthy and incapable of her protection. The second condition is perseverance and devotion to Mary. Perseverance alone, says St. Bernard, will merit a crown. When Thomas Akempis was a young man, he used every day to have recourse to the Blessed Virgin with certain prayers. He one day omitted them. He then omitted them for some weeks and finally gave them up altogether. One night he saw Mary in a dream. She embraced all his companions, but when his turn came, she said, What dost thou expect? Thou who hast given up thy devotions, depart, thou art unworthy of my caresses. On hearing this, Thomas woke in alarm and resumed his ordinary prayers. Hence, Richard of St. Lawrence, with reason, says that he who perseveres in his devotion to Mary will be blessed in his confidence and will obtain all he desires. But as no one can be certain of this perseverance, no one before death can be certain of salvation. The advice given by the venerable John Birchmans of the Society of Jesus deserves our particular attention. When this holy young man was dying, his companions entreated him before he left this world to tell them what devotion they could perform, which would be most agreeable to our blessed lady. He replied in the following remarkable words, any devotion, however small, provided it is constant. I therefore now give with simplicity and in a few words, the various devotions, which we can offer to our mother in order to obtain her favor. And this I consider the most useful part of my work. But I do not so much recommend, my dear reader, to practice them all as to choose those which please him most and to persevere in them with fear 
that if he omits them, he may lose the protection of the Divine Mother. Oh, how many are there now in hell? Who would have been saved had they only persevered in their devotions, which they once practiced in honor of Mary? First Devotion of the Hail Mary This angelical salutation is most pleasing to the ever-blessed Virgin, for whenever she hears it, it would seem as if the joy which she experienced when St. Gabriel announced to her that she was the chosen mother of God was renewed in her, and with this object in view, we should often salute her with the Hail Mary. Salute her, says Thomas Akempis, with the angelical salutation, for she indeed hears this sound with pleasure. The Divine Mother herself told St. Matilda that no one could salute her in a manner more agreeable to herself than with the Hail Mary. He who salutes Mary will also be saluted by her. St. Bernard once heard a statue of the Blessed Virgin salute him, saying, Hail Bernard! Mary's salutation, says St. Bonaventure, will always be some grace corresponding with the wants of him who salutes her. She willingly salutes us with grace if we willingly salute her with a Hail Mary. Richard of St. Lawrence adds that if we address the mother of our Lord saying, Hail Mary, she cannot refuse the grace which we ask. Mary herself promised St. Gertrude as many graces at death as she would have said, Hail Marys. Blessed Alan asserts that as all heaven rejoices when the Hail Mary is said, so also do the devils tremble and take to flight. This Thomas Akempis affirms on his own experience, for he says that once the devil appeared to him and instantly fled on hearing the Hail Mary. To practice this devotion, number one, we can every morning and evening on getting up and going to bed, say three Hail Marys, prostrate, or at least kneeling, and add to each Ave this short prayer. O Mary, by thy pure and immaculate conception, make my body pure and my soul holy. We should then, as St. Stanislaw always did, ask Mary's blessing as our mother, place ourselves under the mantle of her protection, beseeching her to guard us during the coming day or night from sin. For this purpose, it is very advisable to have a beautiful picture or image of the Blessed Virgin. Two, we can say the Angelus with the usual three Hail Marys in the morning, at midday, and in the evening. Pope John XXII was the first to grant an indulgence for this devotion. It was on the following occasion, as Father Crisset relates it. A criminal was condemned to be burned alive on the vigil of the Annunciation of the Mother of God. He saluted her with a Hail Mary, and in the midst of the flames, he, and even his clothes, remained uninjured. Benedict XIII afterwards granted a hundred days indulgence to all who recited, and a plenary indulgence once a month to those who during that time have recited it daily as above, on condition of going to confession and receiving the Holy Communion, and praying for the usual intentions. Father Crisset says that Clement X granted other indulgences to those who, at the end of each Hail Mary, add, Thanks be to God and to Mary. Formerly, at the sound of the bell, all knelt down to see the Angelus, but in the present day, there are some who are ashamed to do so. St. Charles Borromeo was not ashamed to get out of his carriage or get off of his horse to say it in the street and even sometimes in the mud. It is related that there was a slothful religious who neglected to kneel at the sound of the Angelus bell. He saw the belfry bow down three times and a voice said, Behold, wilt thou not do that which even inanimate creatures do? Here we must remark that Benedict XIV directed that in Paschal time, Instead of saying the Angelus, we should say the Regina Celi, and that on Saturday evenings and the whole of Sunday, the Angelus should be said standing. Three, 
we can salute the mother of God with a Hail Mary every time we hear the clock strike. Blessed Alphonsus Rodriguez saluted her every hour, and at night, if the hour had passed without his doing so, angels awoke him that he might not omit this devotion. 4. In going out and returning to the house, we can salute the Blessed Virgin with a Hail Mary, that both out of doors and in, she may guard us from all sin, and we should each time kiss her feet, as the Carthusian fathers always do. 5. We should reverence every image of Mary which we pass with a Hail Mary. For this purpose, those who can do so would do well to place a beautiful image of the Blessed Virgin on the wall of their houses, that it may be venerated by those who pass. In Naples, and still more in Rome, there are most beautiful images of our Blessed Lady placed along the waysides by her devout clients. 6. By command of the Holy Church, all the canonical hours are preceded by and concluded with a Hail Mary. We should therefore do well to begin and end all our actions with a Hail Mary. I say all our actions, whether spiritual, such as prayer, confession, and communion, spiritual reading, hearing sermons, and such like, or temporal, such as study, giving advice, working, going to table, to bed, etc. Happy are those actions which are enclosed between two Hail Marys. So also should we do on waking in the morning, on closing our eyes to sleep, in every temptation, in every danger, in every inclination to anger, and such like. On these occasions, we should always say a Hail Mary. My dear reader, do this, and you will see the immense advantage that you will derive from it. Remember also that for every Hail Mary, there is an indulgence of 20 days. Father Auriemma relates that the Blessed Virgin promised St. Matilda a happy death if she every day recited three Hail Marys in honor of her power, wisdom, and goodness. Moreover, she herself told St. Jane de Chantal that the Hail Mary was most acceptable to her, and especially when recited ten times in honor of her ten virtues. So ends the reading for today. Words have meaning, my friends. And when we honor the Mother of God, when we say Hail Mary, we will in turn be honored by the Lord. But remember, we have to be in a state of grace. That's why it's important to stay in the state of grace. And if we believe we have fallen into mortal sin, then immediately make an appointment for a confession. Don't wait until Saturday. And don't put yourself in the near occasions of sin either. St. John Climacus said, flee from places of sin as from the plague. We should never, ever want to offend the Lord, not even in the slightest thing. I recall a talk by Dr. Ralph Martin from Renewal Ministries talking about that. If we truly say we love the Lord, and if we truly want to be his loyal disciples, then we're not going to put ourselves in situations where we knowingly uh, are putting ourselves in the near occasion of sin. So before we get to that point, we might have to alter our behavior, might have to alter the places we go, the people we hang out with, sometimes just by living in the world, of course, um, we're open to certain temptations and we know that we're, we're tempted by the world, the flesh and the devil. But let's not go out of our way to give the enemy an opening. And let's honor Our Lady with the Hail Mary. Let's honor her with praying the rosary every day. And as I've been emphasizing for the last several weeks, if at all possible, say 15 decades of the rosary every day. And the family rosary has 
tremendous power. Once again, the words of Father Patrick Payton, the family that prays together stays together. So let's love the Blessed Mother. Let's honor her. This makes Jesus smile, and it's going to make for beautiful lives for ourselves and for our families. Once again, I'd like to direct your attention to the website of Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach. That's HALO, located at halo-soma.org. That's halo-soma.org. And if you haven't checked it out yet, please refer back to episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, where I interviewed my sister Toby, my beautiful niece Brielle, and they talked about RPM or rapid prompting method, sometimes called typing to talk. This is a way for those who've been afflicted with non-speaking autism to communicate. Communication is a human right. People were against, um, many people were against sign language before that became par for the course for those who are hearing impaired. We believe that that is going to be the same thing with rapid prompting method or typing to talk. So if you know anyone, family, friends, whomever, who've been afflicted with autism and have difficulty communicating, check out halo-soma.org. And let's pray now for non-speakers and their families. Prayer for healing. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. Hail Joseph the Just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. And now the three Hail Marys in honor of our Lady's Immaculate Purity. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. And now a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri, Filio, et Spiritui Sancto. Sicuderat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Virgo potens, ora pro nobis. Sancti Josef terra daimonem, ora pro nobis. Sancto Raphael Archangeli, ora pro nobis. In nomina Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 313 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. All of these episodes are cataloged on Twitter. 
The handle is at Fatima Podcast, and most especially, pray for the eternal salvation of all of our bishops. Goodbye, and God love you.